0: May the 4th be with you. Who is that masked man?
1: Avengers, assemble! Good afternoon and welcome to the Fantastic Forum. I'm your host, Ulysses E. Campbell. Now, some genre-related news before we get to today's discussion. The Transformers may come out on top against the Decepticons, but things are decidedly going against them in their fight against officials in the District of Columbia. Brain scientist Dr. Newton Howard placed Optimus Prime and Bumblebee atop planters in front of his residence in the Georgetown neighborhood early this year. The statues are made of old car parts and each weighs about two tons. And while some have delighted at the autonomous robots, other neighbors have complained that the statues are inappropriate as they fail to comport to the historic character of the neighborhood. The Local Advisory Neighborhood Commission, as well as the Citizens' Association of Georgetown and the Prospect Street Citizens' Association have opposed the statues. And now, the old Georgetown board, the federal board charged with reviewing any changes to the exterior of Georgetown's historic homes, has hinted that they will support the opposition. Board Chairman H. Allen Brangman said, this really puts us in a position of having to look like the old curmudgeon bad guys and girls, but it's certainly not appropriate for a historic district. Technically, the planters in front of Dr. Howard's home are located on public space. Some of his neighbors asserted that a public space permit from the old Georgetown board would be required to display the transformer statues. Dr. Howard countered that he had never previously had to secure such a permit to display plants and that the statues shouldn't be treated differently. In representing Dr. Howard before the board, architect and zoning expert Stephen DuPont argued that the statues should be permitted to remain in place because they are art. Board members have indicated a willingness to compromise and might approve a permit for a temporary installation, but Dr. Howard has vowed to continue the fight and keep the Transformers in place permanently. More on this story as it continues to develop. An anniversary last week as gothic soap opera Dark Shadows aired its final episode 50 years ago on April 2nd, 1971. The show ran for six seasons on ABC starting in June 1966. There were a total of 1,225 episodes that followed vampire Barnabas Collins, played by Jonathan Frid. The show also featured Catherine Lee Scott, Lara Parker, and David Selby. The official trailer for Loki on Disney Plus dropped earlier this week. You can view it on one of the FF social media platforms. And while you're there, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook. We like to be followed and we love to be liked. Loki stars Tom Hiddleston and premieres June 11th on Disney Plus. Warner Media has revitalized one of the most iconic names in animation with the announced establishment of Hanna-Barbera Studios Europe, formerly known as Cartoon Network Studios Europe. The facility will be Warner Media's flagship television animation studio within Europe, the Middle East, and Africa. The original studio, Hanna-Barbera Productions, was founded in 1957 by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera and created some of the most well-known and beloved animated characters of all time, including Scooby-Doo, The Flintstones, Space Ghost, and Yogi Bear. Production began on Wednesday for the live-action Powerpuff Girls pilot. The show stars Chloe Bennett, Dove Cameron, and Jana Perot as Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Donald Faison plays Professor Utonium. You can get your first look set pictures on one of the aforementioned FF social media pages. Now it's time to introduce today's panel. We're talking about the new movie from Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures, Godzilla vs. Kong. Joining me are Roberto Ortiz, Drew Bittner, and Julian Lytle. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hello. Glad to be back. So look, this week, and a bunch of stuff happened this week. I mean, there were new trailers that dropped and, you know, new stuff that opened. But uh, specifically, we're talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. And one of the reasons that I had asked all of you back... A couple of months ago, when the trailer for this dropped, we were actually supposed to talk about something different. Totally went down the rabbit hole on <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong, and that became the show. And everybody spoke so passionately about that. I thought it would be fun, now that the movie has actually come out, to kind of come back and revisit it. Now, before before we go any further, i got to find out. Who's Team Kong and who's Team Godzilla? I'm Team Kong, all right? <laughs> oh my God. I'll put it right out there. All right. All right. Uh, Julian, what are you? Team Kong, Team Godzilla, man? What
2: is Godzilla, it? the king of all God. monsters.
1: <laughs> there you go. God,
2: <laughs> God listen. Fighting <laughs> champion. All right, champion.
1: <laughs> all right. I, 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 well, I get it. I get it. Wait, wait. All right, so Roberto, Team Kong, Team Godzilla. I like Kong. I all, all right. Like okay, Drew, Team Kong, Team Godzilla, which is it?
0: eileen kong because he's kind of an underdog in this he's kind of the scrappy you know come from behind kid and stuff okay. and okay. you know all uh, right and, and he's and he's always been kind of apart from all the all, all the other giant monsters but you know it's, it's kind of cool seeing him brought into this all right
1: julian you're the outlier here now i will give you this man <laughs> you know i um i have come to oh And I I should warn everybody: there will be spoilers, so be careful. All right. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. And and I I feel like this is kind of the place to start because I mean, this is this is key. They have they have Godzilla win. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. I mean, and I, I get it because intellectually, you look at Godzilla, you look at King Kong. Obviously, Kong, huge primate. But here's Godzilla. He's got the atomic breath. He's got the tail. I mean, Godzilla's got a lot of advantages it's in two terms brains. of yeah. a one-on-one. Own... Well, you know, you, you, you're talking about the two brain thing. I still maintain that because Kong's one brain is larger, that he's How got do the you advantage. Know it's larger,
2: in... everyone suit like Godzilla isn't a dinosaur. He is Godzilla. There is no other Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla is unique. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, right, Godzilla basically in this movie did not give a crap. He's like. You're doing something I told you not to do. Okay, I'm going to mess you up.
1: (laughs) Oh, Roberto. Uh, Look, Julian called it. He said, this is the most disrespectful Godzilla ever. (laughs) I was like, there you go. (laughs) And when I saw it, I was like, oh, that ain't no joke. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he don't run things. Fighting champion. He's a fighting champion. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Can't call him no fight as much as Godzilla fight. Now, King
3: Kong looked like he was sick and tired of the fighting. He just wanted to retire. It's like.
2: built for that. Like,
3: well, he a heart condition, for crying out loud. He well, you so know,
1: God, look, Kong has a thing for these. I mean, they didn't get off on it in this movie, but Kong's got a thing for these blonde women. <laughs> I mean, that is historically, you know? Mm-hmm. So Kong oh, wants yeah. to be off on the island with the blonde girl, and hey. King Kong, man after my own heart. <laughs> you know? It's like now all this endless fighting and stuff. Who needs that? I mean, but Kong will fight if he has to, clearly. you know, and, and I'm sorry, there was no quit in him. That last scene where Godzilla had his foot on his chest and he's roaring in Kong's face. I mean, now, in, at the end of King of the Monsters, here's Rodan and all the rest of them, and they were clearly deferential, bowing, bowing. to Godzilla. Kong was roaring back in his face. Now, there was a moment you kind of saw like a look on Kong's face like, I can't get up. But then Kong is like, F this man, ah, you know, it's like, do it, do it, Godzilla, you know, it's like, do your worst, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't bowing, he wasn't capitulating, you know, regardless of what happened,
2: he said, uncle, he tapped out, (laughs) he knew what time it was, he was like, say who the man is,
1: who the master? Who's the master? I guess I'm gonna have to watch it again.
2: You know what I'm saying? No, I've 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 seen
0: it I've seen it twice. I mean I've watched I've watched the movie twice now, and no, there is no I mean, yeah, Kong is Kong is beaten, but he's not beat yeah. in this. You know, he does he does not give up. He's not he's not quitting. Even though even though Godzilla like Yuli like said, was roaring in his face. Kong is still roaring right back, and he's not quitting. It's like it's like Ben Grimm being beaten down by the Hulk. It's like, yeah, he's 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 knocked down, but he's not quitting. He's not done.
3: And what's so. up with King Kong being more considerate to humans in this version than in previous versions? I mean, Godzilla did not give a crap. When he went to Hong Kong, he was like, I'm pissed. This building is in my way. of people. Whatever.
1: No, yeah. it's the it's the alpha predator thing. I thought because Godzilla is the alpha predator, and anybody else who threatens that—that's all he's thinking about. It's like, nah, whoa, he wait. Knew, he, mm-hmm.
2: he knew Monster Zero was back. He was chasing Ooh. them bombers down. He was like, wait, all that.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Monster Monster Zero was the alpha predator. That's why he was doing that. Right, you know, the right. alpha like, oh. predator.
2: He was just know he was back. He he's supposed to be gone. You know what i'm saying disrespect for human is all hell out here bringing him back bringing him back he had to take care of him <laughs> you gonna, yeah you'll you kick over their builders you'll be disrespectful we ended this we had an agreement and y'all disrespectful
3: and there's one good scene in the movie uh i mean the movie the with the humans parts so it's silly but there's one scene that i really like when the humans realized that the girl was communicating with king Kong through sign language and they realized, oh my God, this monkey actually its has very deep emotions and he can express himself and he can actually write poetry after this. But
1: I like the fact <laughs> <laughs> Have you read Kong's poetry? <laughs> Don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> but I like the fact that in
3: this movie, they, may, they humanize King Kong very well. I really uh, fell for the big monkey. And... Um, I really... I knew he was going to lose the fight. There's no way Toho would allow King Kong to win. But uh, I, I I fell for the monkey, and I like the fact that he got kind of his happy ending at the end of the day, so that was kind of cool.
1: You know, he, he, here's where I am on this, though. So I have the feeling that this is the the type of encounter where if these two monsters fought five times godzilla's gonna win three out of five but don't don't sleep on kong because you know in a a multi-fall fight he's gonna ultimately get in there he's gonna figure something out he's gonna make it work i mean i remind you of where he found that axe you know there was a godzilla skeleton with the axe sticking out of it you know so clearly some giant monkey in the past, you know, beat you know, they, a Godzilla they up, before. You know, they probably
2: teamed up. You know, what I'm saying that's right is. they all gang gang teamed up.
0: But mm-hmm.
3: well, I, I, I I like the movie, but I wish that the continuity between the different Godzilla, the different MonsterVerse movies was a little bit more tight. But then again, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who cares about that stuff. No, they, I, I get
0: you. I get you. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it seeing Ford and. Um, you know, his family back in this, back in one of these movies, you know, he he was a big part of the first one, you know, and there's no reason really to leave him out. And they gave you Millie Bobby Brown, you know, and
1: actually, gosh, she got on my nerves because I'm sitting there. All right. So you're just walking around with impunity in these (laughs) apex facilities. It's like, just act like they don't have security cameras or anything like that. It's like, okay. All right.
2: They didn't care about the humans in this movie at all.
1: Clearly,
3: um, the, the little girl in the movie was amazing. the The girl took the, they got to act against nothing but which is King Kong. Yeah. Uh, that That's little girl, is so deaf too. Cool. She's really deaf.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Wow.
0: Hmm. But you know, the, getting getting to getting what you guys were talking about with the the human element in this, um, that to me it, it's a big point, and I, I really want to make sure we address it. Um, I think. Kong, I think Godzilla King of the Monsters did a really great job of integrating the human story and the monster story and making these two things intersect and that one kind of leads into the other really nicely and we didn't get as much of this in this movie. It's pretty clear that the human storyline existed
1: simply to advance the battle between Godzilla and Kong and they never lost sight of what this movie was and what it wasn't. This was all about Godzilla and King Kong fighting. And yep. they gave... I mean, they didn't take a long time getting to it. And when they gave it to you, they really gave it to you. And they even cleaned it up there at the end. Because, all right, so for people like myself who were Team Kong, who was very hurt and disillusioned that Godzilla had his you know foot on Kong's chest and Kong couldn't get up. That really hurt me. But then... Kong saved his life because <laughs> Mechagodzilla was getting ready to shoot that red stuff down Godzilla's throat and kill his ass, and who comes up but King Kong? It's like, oh, you miss me, Godzilla? <laughs> it's like, and you saw the look on Godzilla's face. It was like, oh. Crap. Uh, I, I
2: yeah.
1: Like uh, yeah. <laughs> I would have got out of this.
2: <laughs> I did it before. Uh, <laughs> I get it again.
3: But well, one thing I do respect, specifically from this movie, is that it feels like uh, like a love letter to the late '60s, early '70s Toho films from Godzilla, and uh, uh, specifically that they obviously don't take themselves that seriously. Uh, and because if you see the, the the newer productions of Godzilla, specifically Shin Godzilla, for example, it does. Deadly serious. Uh, the the one that they're acknowledging specifically in the movies that they're doing, legendary, is those productions from the late 60s and the 70s, and it feels, uh, and it's cool that they're basically saying to you, point blank, remember all the crazy stuff in those movies? Now it's in play. We might use everything, everything. The craziest ideas there, the aliens, everything. We're gonna have it there. What was the name of that uh, famous Mecha in Godzilla Tiger Jet Jaguar? Yes, robot
0: Jet Jaguar. Yeah. Oh, okay. That mm.
3: for sure is gonna be in the future Godzilla movie for sure. There's i think gonna be
2: no more Godzilla movies after this.
3: Oh, there will be more.
2: No, okay. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I think we we got we got it for a little while. And Toho is like, you guys had your fun. Godzilla's coming home. And I we think, good. I think...
0: I think I think you may be right, Julian, but I think it would be a mistake for Toho yeah. to do that because I mean the the movies did re- they did pretty well here in in this in this country, and by contrast, the Godzilla movies they make just don't.
2: They do fine, you know. they do fine in their home country. I think that's the yeah. big. Yeah. That's they, they're fine course, with that.
0: Of course, they're fine. Well, there's
2: yeah.
3: that, but, but the that the Godzilla versus King Kong did so
1: amazingly well. For well, well, and 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 hold yeah. that thought just for a second, because I need to remind everybody that you're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle and Roberto Ortiz and Drew Bittner. We're talking about Godzilla versus Kong, and there was a point that was just made a second ago that I had actually wanted to hit and it was about the relative box office success of this movie because it is the best performing opening during the pandemic so far and you know there's some question as to whether or not this is heralding a revival of the American theater industry. Or whether this is an anomaly of sorts. And uh, Roberto, it sounded like you had uh, thought about that.
3: I have. I feel strongly that yes, it's it 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 shows that people want to see a spectacle on the big screen. But Warner Brothers did not expect this movie to do so well. They were having problems in terms of negotiations with Legendary Pictures. Legendary Pictures was really pissed at Warner Brothers specifically with this and Dune, to the point that Dune now they're considering to do only a a film release because of how well this movie did, uh, both in streaming and in the movie theaters. I feel strongly that Legendary basically surprised uh, Warner Brothers, and Legendary now has a strong position to say to Warner Brothers, even if, they cannot get Toho on board right now. Uh, we probably could do another one, and it would make a lot of money. Because the audience, and Toho would be foolish not to let them. Wait, why? Because they get a column. They, merchandising, for starters, in terms of how much extra money they can make. Uh, auxiliary markets, it helps the brand. It's doing fine. Why They've, they,
2: they've, they've had three series on Netflix. Godzilla's doing fine.
3: Yes, it is. And it's doing amazingly well in China. It's actually number one movie in China. It's insanely popular over there.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Well, the Chinese box office has come back a lot more robustly than the American yeah. box office has. And you look at the international numbers and you know, it, it I mean, things, <laughs> it's almost like what you might expect for a non-pandemic market.
2: Exactly. Yeah, King of the Monsters didn't do great globally, which is why Warner Brothers... Was well, kind of uh, iffy about this, but they also turned down that like two hundred million dollars from Netflix, and Legendary wasn't happy because they didn't know they was going to get everything back.
3: Well, check out specifically how well that movie King of the Monsters has done in auxiliary markets.
2: King of the Monsters. No, but I'm, it it did it did less than Skull Island. There's there's a reason why like it was Godzilla did great, Skull Island did great. It went down with King of the Monsters. Which and is the, why uh, everybody was sketchy about Godzilla versus Kong. And the irony is I consider King of the Monster to be a better movie. That's it the, is for, for people who know Godzilla. But again, a lot of people who don't know Godzilla... Too much people. And you see how they changed it up with this movie... Where the people really don't matter at all. I think they can do a whole nother really cool King Kong movie... Because the King Kong, Team King Kong, Journey to the Center of the Earth, I did not expect to have in this movie. And I was like, oh, that's a whole new franchise you can do.
3: They probably will. And they don't even have to connect it specifically
0: with Godzilla. And I think it would do fine. Um, They don't don't need to do any more with Godzilla and Kong. You know, the two of them. Toho certainly has the rights to take Godzilla back and make more movies. I I don't know that it would be foolish of them to do that. I don't don't know if it would go as far as Roberto did. But it seems like there's some some good synergy here, and there's some good possibilities to continue working together the way that Sony and Marvel did for a stretch. So, I mean, there's, there's opportunities. It's just a question of whether they just want to do it or not. You know, one of the interesting things to me looking at this
1: is the performance of... Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, because I would have expected a movie that had so many kaiju in it to have done better than those other movies, but evidently it didn't. And so I'm wondering what the factor was there. I mean, because frankly, I, I liked King of the Monsters. I mean, it was fun to me to see Ghidra and to see Rodan and Mothra, and especially the way that they did them because as impressed as i was in my youth watching these movies like destroy all monsters and monster uh, zero and uh, what have you they weren't scary but looking at ghidra and rodan in in godzilla king of the monsters i was Dude, kind of pissing myself a little. You know, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> wait a second! These are some yeah, scary things." Godzilla too, but all that to say, I'm, I'm just, I'm surprised that that movie didn't perform as well.
2: Well, uh, it was surprised
3: right. everybody. There's a rumor going around. Legendary is pitching a crossover with a franchise they own with Godzilla, which is Pacific Rim.
2: I just don't think that's going to happen.
3: Well, they're
2: pitching it. Uh I I I, I, yeah, I can see it, but it's like I just don't I think good. they would have better luck to trying to get the Ultraman license. Sewer I mean, bar, bar Productions is very very open to uh spreading the brand of Ultraman in its uh fiftieth fifty fifth year uh anniversary that this year is. So mm-hmm. people can work with them.
1: Yeah, but but those Jaeger things, I mean that's I that was a great that was a great Thing. I mean, that whole Pacific Rim movie, when yeah. I finally got around to watching it from beginning to end uh, and listening to this, because the score is great for that. Uh, I mean, I don't care what nobody says. The music, I love the music in that. And uh, I like the performers. Oh, and that girl who plays Mako Mori. I love her. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, her. I mean, yeah, you know, there, there's so much. And Idris Elba, I mean, but there's so much to like about that that movie you know the whole idea of these giant robots fighting giant monsters i mean that, that hey that's got some legs to it <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. i absolutely you know think that there there's a way to go there and you know then just in terms of ultraman i mean because my impression was that jet jaguar was there because they couldn't get ultraman you're I mean, correct. But, yeah, but, but what you real, what people really want to see is Ultraman fighting Godzilla. You know, I mean, so yeah. maybe maybe there's a way to make that happen. You know, in new paradigm. Yeah, I, don't, think they'll, paradigm. They'll,
2: they'll, yeah, I don't know about fighting Godzilla, but I can see him with King Kong.
1: <laughs> oh, I I I don't think King Kong wants any of that. <laughs> no, I can see them teaming up. They can
2: team up. Oh cause, yeah, you know, because mm. Ultraman's a hero and all that type of stuff. But like. It's history with in regards to Godzilla and Ultraman and Toho and Bar, Like the person that helped make the Godzilla films, the person who had the sauce, left and made his own company. And that's how we got Ultraman. Like wow. it's not something where that Ultraman beats up a fake Godzilla every series. <laughs> Kills them, cuts them in half, or like chops them, whatever. Like every joint, like it, no fail. Like that, It's just now getting it cool in the states. That is that is that is what's hard. So major legendary can help. I just have this feeling that Toho is like we done. It's like when you think about other Japanese com- companies, like like Nintendo. People are like, why well, don't Nintendo do this? They don't have to, like. No, they're not going to sell it to an American company. No, they don't have to do anything. They're fine. In Japan. In Japan, is happy. And they have a bunch of millions of people. They're good. They'll make their money. We're the secondary market. It, that's what, hmm. It's so weird for Americans to think about this. We're the secondary market. We're not used to it. So when someone brings that up, they're like, oh, 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 oh. like Yeah. You know, it's going to be the same with China. They don't care anymore. They came out to see this movie, because Godzilla ain't ours. They know where Godzilla come from. It mm-hmm. look good. You know, they got their own issues with Japan, but in the end, yo, everybody love Godzilla in the East Asia. That's <gasps> their guy. Pacific, one of the things. We ain't used to that not being number one thing.
1: Yeah.
2: It's a chin check. we like, what? What? <laughs> oh, we
1: like,
2: we like King Kong. We're like, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, what happened? Julian, I have a feeling that we'll know more about what happens next within the next few months, considering, again, how well
1: this movie did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Roberto, hold hold that thought just for a second, because that musical cue means it's time for us to take a short break. Of course, Fantastic Forum comes to you via WERA 96.7 in Arlington, Virginia. We're a community radio station, and... You need to find out how you can support this vital community resource that is community radio, community media. Visit the website at WERA.FM or the website for our parent organization, Arlington Independent Media, at ArlingtonMedia.org to find out how you can make your tax-deductible gift today. So don't touch that dial. Julian and Drew and Roberto and I will be right back after this. And welcome back to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. Radio Arlington, I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Drew Bittner, Roberto Ortiz, and Julian Lytle. And we are talking about Godzilla vs. Kong, the movie that may signal the revitalization of the American motion picture theater industry but maybe not so um, we've been yeah we've been talking a little bit about that and uh, I'm sorry before we took the break Roberto there was a point that you were making
3: well I I feel that if knowing how legendary pictures works that knowing now you know how Hollywood works they basically like to strike with the iron is hot. Uh, if they're going to make an announcement specifically in terms of a future project related to Godzilla or King Kong, we'll know within the next month or two uh, Because mm. they yeah. they a big winning head and remember they're independent production company that works with Warner Brothers and they were not happy with Warner Brothers So now they're on a they're on a winning head right now. So makes you wonder what's gonna happen next um, personally I think it would be foolish for them not to do a project at least with King Kong. and the cool thing about legendary pictures if you stop to think about it is that they're solely responsible for introducing the concept of giant robots and caillou to the western audience in the present I mean they're the ones who produce Pacific Rim after all and this movie would not have happened if Pacific Rim had not had happened in the first place thanks to Guillermo del Toro um, so, we all to Legendary to basically introduce these crazy Kaiju monsters to a uh, new audience. So, I'm very grateful for them.
1: Well, and I, I think it's important to note that it'd be a lot easier uh, for Warner Brothers to do something with King Kong because that's a domestic monster. I mean, they own the rights to King Kong. I mean, in order to, I'm sure they'd love to make some kind of announcement with Godzilla. First, you got to make a deal, and there may not be a deal out there to make, uh, which I, I absolutely agree with in terms of what Julian was saying. The other thing that I, I think is really worthy of note, and Julian mentioned this also, is that uh, E.G. uh who was um, one of the co-creators of Godzilla, um, you know, and the main creator of the Ultraman series, he because he, he stepped away, and he did ultraman and you know then there should have been some room to bring these great characters together and it was just kind of unfortunate that uh that that never happened but okay don't get me wrong i enjoyed the hell out of this movie but it wasn't that good a movie i mean it didn't pretend to be anything other than what it was but you know it's not like it's gonna win you know, best screenplay or anything like that at the Academy Awards. But um, I'm curious uh, in terms of you guys' reaction, if you had a favorite scene or there was something that you just, you know, watching the movie where it was like, oh, this this is me. This is, I just love this thing. And Julian, let's start with you.
2: Oh, okay. So... When this bad King Kong pick up his King Arthur Axe sword and it lights up and Godzilla notices and then he literally stands in the middle of Hong Kong and he charges up and he shoots the atomic breath down through the earth all the way to the hollow earth no lava just to look down there and basically say what you think you're doing in my temple dog I'm gonna beat your behind. Like, (laughs) that's it, man. That was the hardest joint ever. Like, it's so crazy. Like, there was no lava coming through when he was shooting down. It not only did it make a hole, it sealed it so he could look down and talk to him. Be like, I see y'all. I'm gonna deal with y'all. And then King Kong's like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna come up there, and he came up there, and yeah, hey, we got forty minutes to fight. Record, <laughs> you know. My number two is when 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 King Kong went all Captain America for a second with the little the little top of the building, and you know he had the little jumps, and then he had the little block. That joke was lit. <laughs> the little he was like, ah, Captain America, King Kong. <laughs> it
1: was good so stuff. Lit. So good lit. stuff. All right, uh, Drew. What about you?
0: I like the opening with Kong in his habitat, you know, taking a, a tree, making it into a spear, and throwing it at the at the roof of the world, kind of thing. <laughs> I thought that was that was really cool. because like he's like, I know where I am. I know what's going on around me. You're not fooling me. And here's what I think about that. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna put a nice big hole in your in your pretty little dome here. Um, I don't know as far as as far as favorite scenes. Um, there's there's probably a few. I thought that uh, the the stuff with with Kong and the little girl was good. I thought the fight on board the aircraft carrier was pretty good. You know, generally I th- I think that the monster action held up well. I think Mechagodzilla was was okay. Um, I'd give the movie about a, about a C plus honestly. I mean it's like it's like you said, Yuli, it's not a great movie, but it's it's certainly watchable. And it holds up well to a rewatch, so you know I'm, I was good with it. Um, the one thing that I do think in, in in watching it a second time is, it's the director wanted a two hour movie, and he really could have indulged himself and made it like two and a half. I think that would have given a little more elbow room for the human story to work itself out. And I also think you, you frankly could have cut Julian Dennison's character out of the movie completely. I don't think he would have been missed, you know, all that much. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Roberto.
3: I like the... I, for two reasons. I, I like the, the in, interactions between God, uh, King Kong and the girl. I like the fact that they got this monk big monkey to a very well. So it was fantastic uh, in terms of that. Um, I was cringing a little bit in terms of the fight scene with the aircraft carrier and the ships because I kept thinking, my God, those ships are filled with people. And we're just clapping and they're just destroying all these human beings. Um, from a point of view of computer graphics, I was um, incredibly impressed. Um, I really, I'll give you an example. Again, the scene that, that Drew just mentioned where King Kong throws the tree towards the glass, the the dome. Uh, as somebody who knows a little bit about computer graphics, uh, do you guys have any idea how difficult that whole sequence was, that, that he could pick up a tree Take completely strip it and just throw it. I mean, if if you know about computer graphics, you have an idea that this is amazingly complex. Uh, I mean, it has hair simulations, it has uh, soft body dynamic simulation, hard body dynamic simulation. It's incredible what they were able to pull up, and then they top themselves by having the fight in the aircraft uh, on top of the the ships, and that's another insane thing. Um. So, in terms of the computer graphics, I was incredibly impressed. Uh, In terms of the fact that they got the character to emote very well, uh, King Kong was very impressed specifically with the girl. So, again, I agree with the grade that Drew gave it. I think it's between a C-plus and a B-minus in terms of the movie. I do consider Kings of the Monster to be a superior movie, having Mm -hmm. said that.
1: Mm. Yeah, you know, there was there was a lot that I really enjoyed about this, but um, it, for me, it, it was all about the fighting between Godzilla <laughs> and Kong. And uh, especially there at the end, because you threw in Mechagodzilla, and, uh, you know, when I, w- I kept trying to figure out, uh, you know, what the guy, um, you know, who was the uh, owner of Apex... And, uh, you know, because it was pretty clear, all right, you're a bad guy. And even though you come off as somewhat sympathetic uh, here at the beginning, you know, clearly you're a bad guy. And, you know, but one of these who's like, no, well, these monsters, we got to control them. So I've made a mechanical one. And the mechanical one he made was pretty tough. I mean, if it hadn't been for the timely intervention of Kong, it would have really... Destroyed Godzilla, you know, I was getting ready to shoot that red stuff down his throat. It was like, oh, man, you know, so um I, I it, the way that everything kind of came together in this movie, it sort of reminded me of the Avengers JLA crossover comic book, because it always bothered me how in that book they had Superman beat Thor and particularly stopping the enchanted hammer, because I'm like, not a hammer's magic. Superman shouldn't be able to mess with that. But because Superman is Superman, it's like, oh, well, you're you're just supposed to win this fight. But then, to balance the scales, they had Wonder Man and Iron Man and um, a guy, I can't remember, a couple other characters. Hercules, I think, was in there. But all these, they came down. Well, first, Superman was all woozy after he beat Thor. And but then Thor's boys came and they beat Superman down. So all right, as a as a Team Kong uh, member, there was oh man, all right, Godzilla standing on Kong's chest and Kong can't get up, and it's like oh man, all right. So there's no quit in him. He's not he's not capitulating, but he's still beat. Damn, you know. But then they even it all out because here's Mechagodzilla getting ready to kill. Godzilla and Kong saves him, and you see the look in Godzilla's eye where it's like, oh, yeah, I guess you did save me. And then at the end, where Godzilla's like, "Uh, all right, well, I guess we're cool. I did beat you, but you saved me. So, (laughs) you know, know yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I can be bigger about this. Go to that land down under, whatever.
1: Yeah, well, and clearly, if you're talking about anybody but Godzilla, Kong is gonna beat him. I mean, those horrible things, and there were like two of them down there that came up on him, and he beat them. And it's like, wow. I mean, and in you know, a heck, even the humans got in on it because you know there was that scene where Godzilla's, sorry, King Kong's heart was slowing down, and they had to put the ship on him. And uh, clear, you know, electricity. <laughs> like, yes, just
2: like in the original one, <laughs> King Kong got shocked and he was able to, he had more powerful so he could fight Godzilla. I saw that. I was like, I see what y'all doing. Exactly. That's only for the real ones right there. he was going to catch that electricity
0: power booster back up. He was able to go to <laughs> totally, totally Easter egg. I, I gotcha. Yeah.
1: Oh, you know, another great Easter egg that was in there was after they couldn't take him to uh, the South Pole or wherever on the aircraft carrier. And so they had to airlift him. You know, it's just like that scene with the balloons <laughs> back in yeah. the original movie. It's like, can your wire hold him? Of course. Huh? You know, I was like, all right, we airlifted Kong. Go ahead on. <laughs> There you go. So you know, so there were a bunch of those. I mean, and and also uh, the the actress who, and I can't remember the last time I saw her. Can't call her name, but who played, um, you know, the daughter of the guy who was the apex guy. I mean, I knew something bad pretty, was going to happen pretty with active. her too. It's, yes, I've yes. Dollars. Yes. Oh yeah. In fact, I think she was in um, uh, uh, Blood Bloodshot. I think was the last thing I saw yeah. her in. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. She, was
0: a, she was a baby driver too.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. She's really,
2: down in Mexico, she's like yeah. really. She's oh, a she's, real working she, actress.
1: She's fine. Oh, yeah. But for here, it's <laughs> just fine. like,
2: hey, pretty lady, let's put her in the American movie, but we don't care about making her a character. And yeah, but I had issues with her just because I feel they like wasted her, even though she. Was oh last yeah,
1: oh yeah. Oh, I she, know she could do more. Oh, definitely. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. but she, yeah, she's drinking she's drinking bathwater, fine.
0: <laughs> no question. <laughs> There's but, but, no but question about that. She's, she's a good example, though, of there of there being an awful lot of characters. In fact, so many human characters that they really could have afforded to pare back a few. You know, they could yeah. have they, could, they yeah. could have consolidated some of these characters into like you know, there, there was no reason to send her to do this thing when Demian Bashir's character really could have done it too. You know that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, mm-hmm. they they had more characters than they really needed.
3: Yeah, I think it's basically the the movie needed one more draft, uh, in terms of uh,
0: yeah, I, I agree. But
3: the thing is that the fights were awesome, uh, it was fun, it was inoffensive, uh, if you stop to think about it in terms of the movie, and it's doing fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adam Wingard has said that. Uh, there was actually i mean he could have made like a 3 hour movie or something and I, i've got to imagine i've got to imagine all the effect scenes made it into the movie so if there is more content it's probably the humans which i'm like you know what i'm good <laughs> it's like i'm good and oh but if you've got effects footage that you can swap out for the stuff with the humans cuz even as it was i i mean there was still more stuff you could have cut out with the humans and added more fight or just more like kaiju content, but, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, this is one of those things where uh, every time, all right. So the guy is uh, trying to, you know, controlling Godzilla and he gets inside the Ghidra skull, and he's like mind melding with son. it. Or... Sir, oh, that's was... who that was. Oh, yeah, because well, they
2: didn't give him no character development.
1: <sighs> yeah. Gave,
2: well, you had had thought he, you'd
1: have thought he knew better. I mean, of all the things that I am possibly gonna do. You know, putting something where I'm mentally connected with this kaiju skull—I gotta say that's pretty low on the list. You know, I mean, to the point where it ain't even under consideration. I don't yeah. know why anybody thought this was a good idea. You know, I mean, there's got to be some other way to control this thing than that. I mean, it didn't—it didn't work, it didn't, and it wiped out his mind. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, you think you're controlling me? I'm controlling you. Get a load of this, you know. I mean, and in fact, Damien was it? Damien Bashir, you know, when because all the rest of them are watching, you know, Mecha Godzilla walk into the window, and they're like, "Hey, hey, ha ha!" And then he turns around, and he's like, "Oh," <laughs> and he knew he was toast. That was actually kind of funny, though.
3: But I like one of the things. I, I'm going to go back to this that I really, really like the fact that the movie basically is a love letter to conspiracy theories and. I like the fact that the movie basically says, you realize basically the whole concept that you, or watch, we're watching is ridiculous, right? So whatever we show you right now, it's, 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 it's fair play. So we're going to do crazy stuff like, you know, the inner earth, which is insane. The fact that we have tunnels, the rich people have tunnels connecting everywhere on planet earth and we don't know about them. Um, and I kind of, appreciate the fact that the movie was self-aware enough to say, yeah, this is stupid, but what the hell.
1: I'll remind everybody that you're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. We are Arlington. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle and Roberto Ortiz and Drew Bittner. We're talking about Godzilla versus Kong. Hey, so um, we've mentioned uh, some of our favorite moments. Was there anything that you just absolutely hated about this movie or thought was stupid or just really didn't like
2: the people <laughs> I think they weren't they, they didn't i don't think they cared enough about them so they i couldn't I couldn't care, especially when you get to the let's say the the Godzilla side of humans like I don't know why Kyle Chandler was in this movie. He didn't do yeah. anything. They didn't care. They didn't really care about Millie Bobby Brown's character. Like, at least with the King Kong characters, they started to make you care a little bit. Mm, especially yeah. with the whole Journey to the Center of the Earth. and became When it became a Saturday morning cartoon where it's like, Team Kong, and we going on adventures with King Kong? I was like, hey, I <laughs> would make a good cartoon. But Like, I started to care more because it was more focused. It was, okay, you got the main guy scientist... And he's gotta like you know prove that he was right and also care about Kong. You have the lady scientist, and she is the daughter, and the daughter is Kong's only friend, and she taught him sign language so he can be a giant Caesar from Planet of the Apes. And so I'm cool, I got an idea what's going on. But every time they went back to the the bad guys was trash, like they didn't care. So to me, that was the worst part of the movie. That's why I couldn't give it like a higher if I if I only rated the movie. On the last forty five minutes, it's like a non movie. But because mm-hmm. they messed up the people, seven and a half. Mm-hmm.
0: Actually,
2: Julian, I do wonder if basically
3: I have a suspicion I'm right. If they combine two scripts into into one. Basically that
2: they, no, not- they wrote it, they wrote it in a in a team. It's one of the first it's one of the few movies that's done in a um in a writer's room method. Like oh. J. Michael Saskinski was is part of the, the writing team. There's a couple really? of people, like a whole room of people. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh. they wrote like a TV show. Huh. Oh, wow. They use analytics and, and and all that. I'm just I'm telling you, people didn't like the humans in the last movie. They didn't make enough money. So they came up with a new method. That's why the people suck.
0: Oh, but the people sucked so much more in this movie. No, I mean, no, that's what I mean. they means they, mean they yeah. don't they didn't care. So they do made you know, it even worse. You know, do you know what I feel like in this movie? If if they'd taken out all of the Team Godzilla stuff, all the Monarch stuff, mm-hmm. we would never we would never have missed it.
2: Yep, I agree. You know,
0: we could have had Demian Bashir's character building Mechagodzilla and doing all this stuff, and we have the Team Kong guys, and and Godzilla's just kind of doing his thing, you know, stomping around and, and blowing away things. We didn't need any of the Monarch stuff at all. And we could have had this, you know, this... this conspiracy nut blogger podcaster running around in apex doing this thing without these two kids tagging along and it i mean really they could have stripped away all of the millie bobby brown julian dennison kyle chandler stuff and it would have made absolutely no difference nobody would have cared nobody would have missed it and i think it would have made a, a, a leaner cleaner movie out of it too Mm. Hey, did anybody
1: notice Lance Reddick in this thing? Because <laughs> I, I did, was like, oh, <laughs> Lance, exactly. It's like, oh, Lance Reddick. Yeah, you got to check, too? Okay. He's the <laughs> actual director. Two he minutes. He's the
2: actual director of Monarch. The thing of is, even when you say take away a Monarch, the concept was still Monarch. It just, it yes. was a better written part of Monarch. Like, I don't even. Yeah. Everything with the Godzilla side, it was just like, y'all really don't. Like, I didn't care why. Why is this Sarazawa's son? Like, you. Yeah. It would. that could have had heft if they yeah. did it right. And they. Actually,
3: monarch was supposed to have more scene. Uh, for example, the decision to move uh Kong out—that was something that was done uh, as a boardroom scene that was cut from the movie. Well,
0: I mean, there's there's yeah. stuff that's there's stuff that's cut and there's stuff that that shouldn't be cut. And I, like I said, I think that they could have made this two and a half, two and a, two and a quarter hour movie. And it would have been better because they could have put more connective tissue between these scenes. As it was, it felt very much like, there's there's a lot of stuff happening, but I I don't get why this goes to this, goes to that, goes to the next thing. So, All right. Um, hey, so we're almost out of time, but
1: I'd, I'd just sort of like to know last thoughts about this movie. And uh, Roberto, let's start with you.
3: I hope we get to see more of this universe. I really mean it. I had a great time exploring this crazy alternate world and I wish we could see more of it. So that's my take. It's like whatever the guys in terms of legendary pictures and doing with the Monster Verse, I do think that they're doing a good a good job.
0: Okay.
1: Alright. Uh Drew? Last uh, thoughts.
0: I'll I'll second that. I think that there's some some juice left in the in the whole thing. I think that doing you know, Kong at the center of the Earth would be a great story. Um, you know, you can you can make it funny if you want to. You can make it time travel. You can make it space aliens. You can make it all kinds of stuff like this really pulpy 1930s B-grade science fiction adventure stuff, and do a great job with it. Um, the this movie, Kong vs Godzilla vs Kong, like I said, about a C plus. Um, it's got some rewatch value to it. The fight scenes are really good. And um, I hope that we see something more. You know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Julian, last thoughts.
2: I'm actually happy with if it ends here. But, you know, I could see them going on with King Kong. I'll be surprised if we get an American Godzilla anytime soon again. Uh, I was entertained. And I wish I would have saw this in IMAX, to be quite honest. <laughs> Maybe I, I will. Same
1: here. Yeah. I was going to say we got to get a few more people vaccinated, <laughs> but hell, I mean, people were going out to the theaters to see this. I think that you know, cabin fever. fever
3: baseball hmm? games were crying out loud.
1: Yeah, oh, especially if you in Texas. <laughs> I understand yeah. that uh, you know there were no restrictions. There were like thirty-eight thousand people at a Texas Rangers baseball game, and uh, coronavirus likes this because <laughs> we ain't <laughs> done yet. But. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's as you know, people have pointed out uh, numerous times during the past year, uh, the American movie industry uh, in terms of theaters isn't going anywhere. It's a question of when it gets revived rather than if. And apparently this movie was a big shot in the arm. I mean, I don't know what it means in terms of uh, what you need to be able to um, kind of jumpstart it. Uh, you know, I guess we'll have to see down the road. I mean, obviously, uh, it all starts with people being able to be safe and going out. But uh, but I love this. I mean, the only thing I didn't like was that Kong didn't win. I mean, although it would have been, honestly, it would have been unrealistic for Kong to have just one out. I mean Godzilla has far too many advantages even though Kong is using tools and you know is the more agile of he the fights two of more, them. more
2: Ulysses, he fights more. That's what the main thing, man. The main thing. Got more you experience, know. man.
1: You well, and and certainly that, you know, it, it, it in fact, I think I said before, it reminds me of Mike Tyson in his prime, where he was fighting every month. Exactly. You know, it's like... He's getting in there, you know. Come <laughs> in the ring, let's go. We ready? <laughs> yeah. Even though I I appreciated your point about how this whole thing is more Vince McMahon and wrestling than it is to boxing. You know? so, right, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, it
2: became a whole wrestling match. It did. I was like, oh, I see how you're. Okay, you building the match. You building the match. Okay. Oh, yeah, he get a he get a little thing, he knocked Godzilla down. Oh, 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 Godzilla comes back. Ah, smack! Ah, smack! Ah, smack! Yeah, yeah. he wins. And then here comes the heel at the end. The monster heel come out of nowhere. He's like, oh, no, it's gonna happen. It's, it's all wrestling. Everything is wrestling, y'all. Everything is wrestling.
1: <laughs> uh, apparently so, you know. But I'd love to see more of this stuff, too. And, you know, whether it's with King Kong uh, or whether they are able to make some kind of deal for Godzilla or... You know whether they do something with Yeagers and all this. I mean, I think that this movie has demonstrated that there is a certain level of interest on the part of the American theater-going audience. And, uh, and you haven't sated it yet. And if you give the people what they want, they're liable to come back. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's certainly going to be interesting. But uh, hey, I'd like to thank my guests and you too for having tuned in fantastic forum is also a television show check your local listings or visit the website at fantasticforum.tv to see complete episodes or to check out the content broken out we've got the interviews we've got the toy and game profiles we've got the special events and features uh, we've got all this stuff and you can check it out on the website we've also got complete episodes of the radio show and the radio show re-airs each and every thursday from 3 to 4 p.m right here on wera if you miss any portion of it on saturday and the show is available as a podcast and with extended features that you will not hear on this show because it's only an hour for the show, but we've got a lot more, and there are no FCC regulations. If you want to hear what we sound like swearing, you can find out there. And you can check that out on all the different platforms where podcasts are available, thanks to our friends over at the Great Geek Refuge. And, of course, make sure to come back next week. Same bat time, same bat station. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, everybody.